0: The Mac Observer's Mac Geek Gab, number 136, for January 14th,
1: 2008. Greetings, folks, and welcome to the Mac Observer's Mac Geek Gab. I'm Dave Hamilton. Uh, Obviously, John Braun is here, but, you know... (sighs) I say that, obviously, and it's obvious only because you heard him speak earlier, but but John has just arrived. We are Dateline, San Francisco here, uh, and uh, I've been here since Friday, which was, I think, the 11th. John, uh, of course, coming from the Northeast today, Monday the 14th, had plenty of storms. All over the place. And yeah. that led to, uh, well, my flight was going to be a 9 o'clock,
0: 9 a.m. flight, getting me out here at 2 o'clock. Yeah. I just got here. My 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 flight landed at uh, at nine. Uh, so oh yeah. So yeah, they canceled my flight. They pushed it ahead. So uh, yeah, pretty much. I, I literally wasted the entire day traveling.
1: Yeah, well, I that's mean I, nice. I got to
0: sleep in a little bit before I caught my uh, the first leg of my flight.
1: Okay, all right. So we are using a different uh, microphone setup here. Normally, when we travel, we have used the Blue Snowballs. And the uh, problem with that is it's just one mic, and it's very ambient. And this time we're actually each using a separate mic, a Heil PR20. But uh, we don't have mic stands because that was just too much to pack. So we're we're holding them, and hopefully this, uh, hopefully it, it's net positive. <clears throat> John just arrived. He's been traveling all day. I just poured John a glass of scotch here, and John, like the rest of you, is is uh, is going to enjoy the uh, hopefully enjoy the the. the You know, I always, we always wind up with some, between us, wind up with some sort of travel story to tell. Now, usually this travel story is, you know, about airlines and the TSA and all of that good stuff. Today, though, my travel story started pretty much Friday while I was in the air, Uh, but it really has nothing to do with air travel and has a whole lot more to do with being a Mac geek. But... Uh, Let me get a little bit of water here, John. So here's what happened. You, John, you know that I uh, obviously live in uh, deep New England, right? I'm way up in New Hampshire. Hmm. And the last couple of years, we as a family have taken to watching uh, the New England Patriots play football on, on Sundays. Typically, oh,
0: I, I hear they're doing good.
1: Yeah, right. They've had a great season. And and so and it's just become kind of, you know, Sunday family football day. Right. And we're not huge sports fans, but you live in New England and, you know, you whether or not you're a sports fan, you tend to follow the, the Red Sox or the Patriots or both. And. So it started as this thing where, you know, we'd play some board games and maybe have a fire going and maybe it's snowing outside or whatever, right? And and we're watching the game. And But throughout the course of the season, of course, it becomes you, – you get roped in. You know, you're watching these games week after week. You get roped in, and that's fine. Uh, so, uh, you know, the Patriots had a perfect season. They went 16-0. and 0, And I thought, okay, well, last year I remember watching the Patriots in the playoffs here – Uh, on Sunday morning, and I thought, well, okay, this is great. So I'll fly in Friday night, which I did, and uh, on Saturday night, we'll have our MacWorld All-Star Band rehearsal, and then on Sunday, I've got to take all the tickets for our Cirque du Mac party, which is on Wednesday night, Hmm. and I've got to put them in envelopes, and so I'll watch the Pats game while I'm stuffing envelopes, just like I did last year. So this plan is, like, you know, golden. Except that the Pats game is Saturday night. When Saturday night? 8 o'clock Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific, smack dab in the middle of our Macworld All-Star Band rehearsal. There's no way I can catch this game. Now, is it really important? No. But, you know, it would have been nice. And so I get on the plane, resigned to the fact that, okay, well, I'm just not going to watch this game. It's just not that important. And, I, I, I didn't think you'd give up that easily. Come on. <laughs> well, see, that's the problem. That's right. Yeah. And so, you know, I'm on the plane. Now, I, you have to remember, I left home resigned to the fact that I was not going to see this game. So everything that's about to be told to you transpired after I left home. Okay, this Mm. is important because we're talking a massive feat of remote access. So I'm on the plane thinking about this, John. And, you know, I get here and I'm like, gosh, you know, we've got two TiVos at home. And those TiVos... Uh, ...can be remote scheduled. Now, I know the one uh, downstairs, our main TiVo, if you will, the the new one, the Series 3 one, will record the Pats game in HD. It's got a season pass. It's automatically going to do that. But that's a really big file to have to deal with. So I go, and I go to TiVo Central Online, and I schedule remotely from San Francisco. I schedule the upstairs TiVo, the old TiVo, to record this game in low definition, right? Mm -hmm. And my thought is this. Okay, I can back to my Mac, to the iMac at home, mm-hmm. right? I can, using Roxio's uh, Toast 8, I can copy the file from the TiVo, once it's recorded, copy the file from the TiVo to the iMac, convert it down to a really small format on the iMac, and then beam that re- resulting file to me here, and then watch the game. Okay. You know, technically, I'm with you. It it all sounds feasible. It's totally there. And and what I did was I actually tested this with a uh, uh, a 30 minute show that had already been recorded on the TiVo. And I did this. I converted it, and I started watching it. It was like, okay, this is okay. Yes, this is possible. You know, invariably, there's going to be some hiccups along the way, but okay, it's possible. So I, I scheduled it. I got the confirmation. Excellent. I go off to rehearsal you know, comforted by the fact that this is going to all happen. The plan is get back from the rehearsal and log in and the game will be over by then. Copy the file, you know, log back in. Okay, well, I get back from rehearsal and back to my Mac is being a little bit flaky. Okay, mm. it doesn't always show up in the, fi- the iMac doesn't always show up in the Finder even though I used the uh, remote wake on LAN thing or wake on when, if you will, thing that we talked about a couple shows ago. I, I knew the iMac was awake, uh, but it wasn't happening. So I use the VPN that I set up with the DD-WRT firmware mm-hmm. on the Linksys router. So I VPN in, and then at that point I can connect via remote desktop directly to the machine. Okay, so I finally get into the machine. I and then I went in and made sure it would work with VNC because in it, it, you know in case there was a problem. But I get in. Okay, fine. I go. I launch the the TiVo transfer. Portion of the Roxy, uh Toast app. I look on the TiVo. The football game's not there. And mm-hmm. I'm devastated. I'm like, oh, come on. you got to be kidding me this. You know, I, I figured this all out. I scheduled it. I got the confirmation. I'm like, okay, well, it's not there. You know, you, it, you can't go back in time, right? So it's over. And I thought, well, no, it's not over. The machine, the TiVo downstairs would have recorded this, mm-hmm. right? So I look, and sure enough, it did. Now, instead of it being like a 3 or 4 gig file, it's a 30 gig file because it recorded it in HD. Ah. All right. Well, this changes the timing of this event, but okay, fine. So I start the copy. Now, my plan was to wait until the copy finished, start the conversion to the small file while I was uh, still awake that night. That wasn't going to happen because this was like a six or seven hour copy. So start the copy, go to sleep. All right. That's fine. Wake up. Next morning, check, copy, finished. Great. Start the uh, the conversion to the small file. Okay, this is good. And then I started thinking, all right, well, can I start watching this file? Uh, you know, because after it finishes converting, I've got to FTP the thing down from, uh, you know, from that computer to me here. Can I start watching it before I've FTP'd the whole thing? So, again, I use my test, uh, the 30-minute show that I had previously converted. I go in. I start downloading it. I wait until it gets, you know, three or four minutes into the download. I start playing it in QuickTime. Works fine. So FTP transfer with a QuickTime movie worked fine, even though it was only a partial movie. I could start watching. OK, this is this is all great. Right. And then I start thinking, OK, the Wi-Fi we're here in the uh, the, the Palomar Hotel is where we wound up because, you know, all you folks bought all the rooms at the Milano, which was great. And uh, the Wi-Fi here is free. There's a free Wi-Fi, and then there's a premium option, and I had chosen the free option, and the free option gives me 32K per second synchronous. That's going to take a long time to download this. Even converted, this file is going to be about a gig, just shy of a gig and a half. I'm thinking, okay, so I call up the front desk. This premium option, does it give me a faster? Yeah, okay. Well, I want to switch to that. Okay, well, you just need to choose that when you, know, you first sign in. Well, when I first signed in, I signed up for seven days of Wi-Fi at the mm-hmm. free option. And so I had to go through. I cleared all my cookies out of the browser mm-hmm. because I wanted the faster speed. I logged back in. Nope, it knew who I was. <sighs> so it's tying the MAC address, right, of my, of my airport thing, John. Mm. So I pull out my Wi-Fi adapter. Right. The external Uh airport adapter. Right. Thinking this is the easiest way. I plug that in. I turn off my built in Wi-Fi. I connect. It still tells me you have Mm. five days and 34 hours, you know, whatever it is. I don't know. You know, five days and 16 hours left. No, dude, how is it knowing? So finally, I cleared all my cookies. I set up the Wi-Fi adapter. I launched. I had been using Safari. I launched Firefox. Bam. It asked me, what do you want? Mm. Ah, I want the 64 K connection or the the premium connection. Which I finally was able to sign up for And it was 64k and it tested out So twice the speed So this download's going to take about 5 hours once it's finished Okay, that's livable Especially since once it's an hour in I can start watching it And you know, everything's okay So beautiful And transmit, I was using FTP to transfer And transmit uh, was the (coughs) FTP client And that Supported resume So I could stop the transfer and then resume it And if I needed to and it would work fine Okay, so I've got this 64k connection. Everything's converting, and you know, I, I, I hate to do this, but uh, but we we do need to uh, to to take some time for the people that that support us and allow us to do this. Our first sponsor for this show is Barebone Software. Barebone Software with BB Edit. BB Edit is a text editor that beats all other text editors that I've used. Anyway, uh, it allows you to open files directly over FTP. So if you've got a file on a server that you need to edit, you can open it directly within BBEdit over the the Internet to the server, edit the file. When you hit Command-S to save, it goes and saves it across the network. If you have 16 files open, the new version of BBEdit, when you quit and then relaunch those 16 files, they open right back up, even if some of those files are on uh, f t p or all of those files are on f t p server so BB edit from barebone software okay so we've got the high speed connection, the higher speed it's still pretty slow compared to what you and I are used to at our homes mm-hmm. but we've got the high speed connection all right, so you with me so far on this John mm-hmm. okay, so now it's still Sunday during the day the file's converting all right hang on water is a good thing, okay, so then I start looking and i'm I'm sitting here. And the way this hotel room's laid out, there's a a desk, but the desk is really like a square table, and that's fine. And it's right next to like a big armoire unit that has the TV, and this hotel has DVD players in it. Now, also on the table is the little Behringer mixer that I use uh, to do the podcast because I had set all this up. And I'm looking at it. I'm thinking, wait a minute. Because the TV clearly supports this DVD player in the room, it has RCA inputs. The RCA being the, the, the little red and white and then yellow plugs uh, that that you see on your home stereo equipment. And I start thinking, you know, watching the game on this uh, laptop screen is fine, but it'd be even nicer if I could sit back in, uh, in the chair and watch it on the television.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And so I, I, I start looking around. Yeah, okay, there's the RCA cable that goes to the DVD player. Let's unplug that and snake it around, and I can plug that into the little mixer. And so now I've got RCA outputs. Uh, and uh, I tried audio first and played, you know, something from iTunes, and sure enough, it played through the TV speakers. I'm like, okay, great. So now I need uh, the, you know, composite adapter for the uh, for the MacBook Pro. And I look in my bag. I thought I had something, and I have an S video to composite adapter, but that was from my PowerBook, and that you know that doesn't apply here because there's no S video port. So, like, okay, well actually, wait a minute, you know, there's an Apple store about a half a block from here. Mm-hmm. So Sunday afternoon, I'd run over to the Apple store. Now, one thing that's cool at the Apple store, John, so I went in and I had to talk to somebody to find out where this was because they had just re- they changed all their displays and they finally found it for me. And I said, okay, so I go downstairs to pay. And she says, well, yes, unless you're paying, willing to pay with a credit card and willing to get an email receipt. And I said, that's fine. And she says, okay. And she whips out this little device and swiped my credit card right there standing in the aisle of the store, asked me for my email address, and that's it. I walked out of the store. I didn't have to wait in the long line. Hmm. It was awesome. Yeah, every store should do this, right? Yeah, I've seen these on planes, some
0: planes now. Yeah, they have a portable credit card terminal, which I I assume they download at some point. This thing sounded wireless or something. Yeah, yeah, clearly it was wireless. Yeah, it was awesome.
1: So, I mean, it was, you know, maybe a six-minute affair between deciding I needed to buy this and being back to the room with the with the part. So this is like, you know, very American, instant gratification, right? Mm-hmm. So I plug it in, try it out. I had downloaded an episode of uh, The Family Guy. That's, that's what I had used to test this thing. And there it was, you know, in all its glory appearing on the television screen. Okay, right. We're in good shape. And, it, you know, and at this point I'm starting to think to myself, if only – I had bought a sling box a couple of years ago or a year ago or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, I wouldn't have to go through all this, but alas, I don't have a sling box. Okay. So it's going fine. And I'm looking at the time and I figure, well, this download, this conversion is going to finish about 7 p.m. Pacific time. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I'm probably going to be at dinner. As soon as I get back from dinner, I can start the download. So I go ahead and I, uh, I I head out to dinner. I had dinner with Ricky Spiro and Jeff Gamut, right? Mm. Who you know, and uh, and I get back from dinner and I look and I check and Yep, sure enough, the download or the conversion has finished. So now it's time to start the download. Okay, we're in the you know we're in the home stretch here. So I drag the file. I you know log into the VPN. I drag the file using Transmit to the uh, drive I'm going to download it to here and. You know, I start that happening and I go and, you know, brush my teeth and start getting out the tickets because I'm going to fold, you know, put the tickets together while I'm watching this game. And I come back and I look and it's only downloading at like 10K a second. And it's like, oh, and it hit me. It's nine o'clock at night in a hotel Mm -hmm. in San Francisco during Macworld Expo. Duh. Duh. I'm not going to get my 64K a second. Well, that's where you get the Wi-Fi out. Well, and I tried that. I yeah, exactly right. So I tried the Wi-Fi, and I looked around. I couldn't get another network. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so you know, I figured. Well, wait a minute. I paid the extra four ninety-five for the high-speed connection. So at the very least, that affords me a call to tech support. Mm-hmm. So I call the, the front desk, and they pass me through to tech support. Now, tech support is someone far away. Mm-hmm. It's not somebody local. But the dude I talked to was a ninja. He could, you know, he knew how to get into the router here. He asked yeah. me my room number and my IP. Now, remember, I'm on wireless at this point. Mm-hmm. And he says, "Oh yeah. Yeah, you're 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 good. Uh, you know, you're uh you're fine. You're provisioned for 512, which essentially translates to, you know, 64. And uh and everything's fine." And I'm like, "Okay, but" and, and I could tell there was some hesitation in his voice because he didn't want to badmouth anyone. Mm-hmm. And I said, is it that the hotel doesn't have enough bandwidth total to accommodate all the people that are online? He says, "Yeah, pretty much. That's 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 an accurate assessment." Okay. Well, is there anything we can do? I said, "Look, you know, I I paid for this high speed thing. I, at this point, I had decided. Well, this is you know for the geek gap. So now this isn't just this is this is clearly gotten out of control, mm-hmm. right? I mean, clearly this is this is way out of control, right, John? And but but you know, it, at this point, it's work." Right. Because <laughs> the geek cab is his work. I mean, I, I'm very fortunate to be able to consider this work. But suffice to say, I can I can tell this gentleman on the phone, I have to download this file for work tonight. Mm-hmm. And I can almost say it with a straight face. Mm-hmm. And he says, OK, well, you'd be better off with a wired connection than wireless. And I'm looking mm-hmm. around and I said, OK, great. And I look around I'm like, but there's no wired connection in my room. And I was in uh, room six thirty one at this point in time. And he says, uh, well, I'm showing in my notes here that that hotel is wired and wireless. Ooh. And he says, you know what? Let me put you on hold for five minutes, and, uh, and I'll call your hotel's front desk and figure this out. And so while he calls the hotel's front desk, I'm going to tell you about the second sponsor for the show. Mm-hmm. And the second sponsor is Audible. Audible.com slash MacGeekGab. You go there. You get one free download from Audible and a 14-day trial of their Audible Gold. Audible is so cool. I, I've used it. I, I, I continue to use it. I download audiobooks. They've got uh, Steve Waz's book. They've got Stephen Levy's book. Audible.com slash MacGeekGab. If you're someone who spends time listening to podcasts or, or audio content in the car, this is a way of getting all the, all the great books, some new stuff, old stuff, comedy, tech, you name it. They've got almost 40,000 titles available. Audible.com slash MacGeekGeb is the link to get you one free download to try this out. Highly recommend it. Okay. So he comes back to me, right, on the phone. And he says, yeah. Okay, I talk to him. Your room doesn't have a wired connection, mm-hmm. but uh, there's a room, you know, four rooms down the hall that does. Okay. So I go down to the front desk, and they're great here at the Palomar. And I said, look, can I just take the key and I'll bring my laptop to this other room and see if it makes a difference? Because if it doesn't, there's no reason to go through the. I've already unpacked. I've got, you know, it's going to take me forever to move all my stuff. And they're like, well, we'll help you move your stuff. I said, look, you don't want to move my underwear down the hall. And I don't want to pack my underwear into a suitcase so you can move my suitcase down Mm -hmm. the hall. I'm going to move my stuff if if we do this. And they're like, yeah, okay, fine. So I. You know, the laptop still going with the Wi-Fi adapter sitting on the top of it. I walk it down the hall here to this other room, plug it in, restart the transfer, and it's coming in at like 40K a second. Mm-hmm. Not 64, way better than 10. Mm-hmm. Okay, fine. So I start the hokey poke, and it was like a half hour to move all my junk from that room to this room. But I finally get it done, and I settle in here, and I look. It's not coming in at 40. It's coming in at like 15. You know, it, I just saw a spike like, well, it's okay. This room's a little bigger. So, you know, I would have done this move anyway. So I'm thinking, you know, son of a gun, what am I going to do here? I've, I've invested all this mental energy into doing this, John. And how do I, you know, it's just, I was so heartbroken and I open up Skype and, uh, my friend Pete pilot, Pete, you know, pilot mm-hmm. Pete, I had, I would him earlier that day and said, Dude, I'm in the middle of this crazy thing, and if only I had a slingbox, you know, all these problems would be gone. And Pete had responded, but I didn't see his response until now. Pete had responded saying, "Hey, dude, I've got a slingbox, and as it so happens, I have the exact game that you're looking for mm-hmm. still saved on my uh, my DirecTV DVR. And here's the login info for my slingbox, and you're welcome <laughs> to use it because I'm going to be asleep." I thought, oh, this is great. Now, for those of you who don't know, a Slingbox is a device you attach to your television or to your VCR, DVD player, cable box, DVR. Uh, you attach it to that, and also you connect it to your network. And what it does is it takes whatever signal would be sent to your TV, and instead of sending it to your TV, it sends it over the internet. It compresses it and, and streams it. Hmm. Yeah, So if you're someone who travels a lot, i.e., you know, someone who's a pilot or, you know, a business traveler, you can, and it also has an IR controller, so you can control, like if you have a TiVo, you can set it to control your TiVo and you do that remotely. So uh, he has it set up with his DirecTV DVR and I thought, okay, this is cool. Now, it took me over a half hour to download the Slingbox software because Mm -hmm. the connection was so slow, but once I got it, I connected to his thing and sure enough, the Pats game appears on my TV, right? Just like it would have been. Now, the quality for the first hour or so, I started at about 11 p.m. Pacific last night, and the quality was was choppy only because the the whole thing was choppy because of the bandwidth. But about midnight, an hour in, everything smoothed out because everybody finally went to bed, quit mm. you know messing around the Internet. And from midnight until about 1.30 when I finally finished the game, and the Pats won, so they're 17-0. woo Yeah. yeah. Uh, it, you know, it was totally fine. And I, the Slingbox software is actually cool. You can go in. What I did was I set it to do mono sound because I didn't care about the stereo sound. Mm-hmm. I, I wanted video. And I could also set low, medium, or high action, which I think just changes the frame rate. So I set it to high action. You know, sports is probably the worst thing to test a device like slingbox with because it's it's very fast action or the best or that right that's right <laughs> yeah depending or
0: on, it, it, uh, with that i would say tvs in general like hd tvs if you want to separate the, the men from the boys or the right you know the, the cheapies versus the high performing ones yeah watch any sports event that's and right if you start seeing it breaking up then if sports are important to you
1: yeah right that's right yeah exactly but you know what i've found I I never used to watch sports. Now that we have the HDTV at home, mm-hmm. I enjoy watching them a whole lot more than I ever did before because it's a whole different experience. Mm-hmm. And as an aside, I got an email today I, I uh, from, from Patriots.com. We're on their waiting list for, for season tickets, which mm-hmm. we'll get like in 15 years or something. Yeah. <laughs> we have an opportunity to buy tickets for the next playoff game, which is on Sunday afternoon. So Lisa's going to try and get those tomorrow morning. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah, so I, you know, who knows what will happen. So, the the long and short of it was I put together this whole fiasco to get the Tivo stream or the Tivo file converted and to me here and it was all going to work except for the bandwidth. And then in the end, the slingbox did it. So that uh it it was I call it a successful experiment rife with failure.
0: Mhm. Yeah. No, I un- uh, I understand. I, I- My suggestion would have been just to hop on BitTorrent. I'm sure somebody must have already recorded
1: it. You see, I woke up Sunday morning thinking I'm going to watch this game, but I don't. I'm clearly not going to be able to make it. This is a huge game, right? This team—it's been what uh, 30 years since somebody's gone undefeated in the NFL. Mm -hmm. So clearly, I'm going to find out what happened. I'm walking around in San Francisco. I'm going to need to eat breakfast, lunch, and dinner out. I'm going to find out what happened. And that's okay. I, you know, I had resigned myself to knowing what the eventual outcome was going to be. But, you know, it's, a, it's the experiments here. So I'm going to do it. Throughout the course of the day, though, I realized, well, breakfast successful. Nobody told me. I had my meetings throughout the day. Nobody told me. Lunch, fine. Afternoon, fine. Dinner, you know, I went to dinner with Jeff and Ricky, and I told them, I said, "Okay, now it's actually really important that I don't find out what happened because mm-hmm. I've, I've I've made it this far." So we chose a restaurant that we felt had the the least chance of of, uh, of of us finding out what happened to the game, and and it was great. There was actually a TV that had ESPN on, and those guys made sure I sat in such a way that I couldn't see uh-huh. the TV even inadvertently. And uh, so my my concern with going on BitTorrent or doing any sort of searching for that. Was going to result in the results of the game being made apparent to me, hmm. yeah. So, uh, but it worked, and and with with huge props to Pilot Pete for for coming through with the uh, the sling box at at you know the eleventh hour, so to speak. Nice, yeah, yeah. So that's uh,
0: I I realized geek that this adventure is insane. Well, no, but I think it fits the geek mindset. Is that once you've invested a certain amount of time in solving a problem, you just you've gotta keep going and ride you solve with it, it till the end you got even though there may be a simpler solution out there,
1: yeah, and in the end, there actually was the simpler solution right the the sling box, but you know i uh i only i only used that when uh when when all else had failed, yeah, yeah.
0: but uh you learned a lot so a couple of things you learned one and and this aggravated me the last time I went on vacation with friends uh it was in orlando, and they had a nice uh nice uh l c d t v in the room right and I brought along my, you know, my uh, cables and stuff. And, you know, we figure, you know, we'd get some downtime and, and watch some movies. I'm sure. like, No problem. You know, I got the cables. I got the, the DVD player. Um, So here we go. So I hooked the cables up to the, the I forget what brand it was. It was a, a name brand and nothing's coming up. I'm like, well, let me hit the input button. Nothing's happening. Right. Right. And then I finally look at the model number and I go on the internet and search. It is a special hotel only Model of TV, although it has the inputs, it totally ignores them. Really? Yes. So they have evil hotel-only televisions because, of course, what do they want you to do? Buy the movies in the hotel. Right. They don't yeah. want you watching your own movies. Yeah. And I, I think that's that's borderline
1: evil. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I had actually, you know, it, it. I had researched this hotel, and this is why this, you know, I, I don't know why, but it was. This was part of what con- contributed to me thinking, okay, you know, I should be able to watch this thing because I started thinking there's a DVD player in the hotel room. Yeah, maybe there's a DVR there. Now I knew that was a huge stretch, but but that leap was the thing that led me to okay, there's not a DVR here, but there's a DVR at home, and 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 the whole story I just told you. But what I did do was I researched the hotel before we got here and I knew that there was a good chance that there would be DVD players in the room. So I brought a bunch of concert videos with me Hmm. because those are things that I could watch over and over again throughout the week. But it's good background noise versus, you know, Good Morning America or something, which Hmm. it really kind of freaks me out. Those people are just too chipper. Oh, you should. You should try Fox and Friends. That's a lot better. Okay. Okay. All right. Are we done here? Is there anything you want to tell these people, John, before we let them go after my 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 clear admission yeah. of 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 absolute insanity?
0: Well, th- th- there were two things that stuck out during this trip. So one was a machine that I had never gone through in the airport. Okay. Um, have you seen this? It's a GE something or other. I think it's meant to test for explosives. Basically, you step inside of it and it puffs. It, it blows yeah. air at you. Yeah. It, it's not. It, it's weird. Right, And and I actually specifically went in the line with that. And, and the guy's like, there are other lines that are no weight. And I'm like, no, I want to go through this machine. And, that yeah, was it. and I was standing insane, there for like almost a minute. And I'm yeah. like, oh, gosh, what did I do? Right. And then it finally let me out. It wouldn't let me out. You're like trapped oh, yeah. inside. Well, I think I could have stepped backwards. Right, right, right. <clears throat> and then I guess the weirdest thing, both you and I experienced this when, we, when I got a quick bite when I, I got in. The jack-in-the-box yelled at us. The restaurant yelled at us. I have never seen this. Never going back there. Here's a hint to um, businesses: do not have a surveillance system where you scream at people. Yeah, it was weird. We're we're standing there, and all of a sudden he screams at this one guy, who apparently you know there's a homeless problem in in the area here, and he was screaming at this guy saying, "You got to leave. You've been here longer than a half an hour."
1: But it was it was Big Brother from the ceiling screaming this. This wasn't some guy that came out and screamed it. It was just through the PA like like Oz. Yeah, yeah, very much like Oz, and and uh, yeah,
0: anybody who heard this and it was blasting people it's oh, like yeah. an automatic turnoff. Everybody in
1: the in the place started to to to, to bust, revolt against this this ominous yeah. You know, voice. Yeah, and we it's were crazy.
0: like, hey, you're so tough, you come out here. I mean, right. I don't That's know right. where this person was. Yeah. I mean, you 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 and I were speculating it's you know a teeny little you know right. teeny little guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah kind of yeah. like the Wizard of Oz, but it was right. the weirdest. Uh, yeah, not yeah. not good for uh, yeah keeping your customers so uh don't scream at your customers from a speaker in the ceiling that's just no, real bad no okay you got that check in the box thanks all right
1: are we good other Can than that yeah people I, go? I just, all right you know it's late john's flight got in uh what about uh, 12 hours later than we expected something mm-hmm. like that maybe maybe 10 hours later than we expected so uh we've got to get ready for the keynote tomorrow oh yeah there is a oh i do want to mention john there and most of you will probably hear this show after the keynote anyway, because of the the late hour. There is there are signs up there that in the uh, in in the expo hall that say there is MacWorld or uh, 2008. There is something in the air. Two uh, Well, yeah, that's right. No, uh, we won't sing the song. Yeah, no, we won't. Something in the air. What could that mean? So my speculation, and I, I've seen other people reach the same conclusion, is finally we're getting wireless sync for our iPods and iPhones. And really it would be the iPod Touch and the iPhone because those are the devices that have, that are Wi-Fi capable. That's it? I hmm. think so, yeah.
0: Yeah, I heard some people speculating WiMAX for something that's an up-and-coming uh, hmm. wireless standard. Yeah, yeah. They may build in, um, or some other sort of wireless technology, yeah. but I'd say it's a it's a safe bet. I hope that's not it.
1: Yeah, well, because we'll I mean, they—they, they,
0: you know, I mean, they introduced those new, uh, you know, eight-core Macs now, and everybody's like, "Why are you doing that a week before?" Right. The show, and a lot of people are thinking, "Well, that's because they got a lot of good stuff at the keynote, and they had to do this." They, they better. <laughs> yeah, we've had some years where it was a, re- a rehash, and it was disappointing. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> we'll see how the uh, the stock does.
1: All right, it's time <sighs> to go. I'm done. Okay, good. Uh yeah let's see we've got uh, Cashfly is the place you downloaded the show from Michael Johnston all week will not be doing conversions to AAC it's just too crazy with Macworld going on we want to get mm-hmm. these shows out to you as quickly as possible so no AAC podcast marketplace this month has uh, audio engine with the A2 and A5 desktop speakers bare bones with BB edit one free download from audible.com and PDF pen from smile on my Mac and with that we are out of here. I'm not going to play the outro music because I didn't cue it up yet in iTunes. Mm. Maybe you'll hear it tomorrow if we do a show after the keynote, which we probably will. And uh, and that's that. So uh, we'll talk to you tomorrow, probably, certainly again later this week. Have a great evening. Have a great day, whatever it is. Thanks for staying subscribed. We certainly appreciate that. And good night and good eating. And And don't get caught.